0: Hello all and welcome to When We Grow Up, the podcast time machine where we go back and ask the question of our past selves, what do you want to be when you grow up and the journey it took us on. My name is Steve and each conversation I ask the same core questions to my guests and we get into the mindset of our childlike selves and see what took us through that ever-expanding question. At no point do I ask my guests to reveal what they do for a living as I know some people may not want to or simply can't, unless of course they happen to have achieved what they set out to do all those years ago. So my guests at this time are Judd Boas and Pedro Duran, and they join me from the other side of the world in Australia, and I'm honoured to have them both here. I know them through the podcasting world. I found their podcast when albums collide, and they were kind enough to play a trailer for my other podcast, Play Your Pods Right, and it's kind of gone from there. So thank you both for coming, and please tell us more about yourselves and, and your podcast. So we'll start with
1: Judd and take it from there. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> first of all, yeah. This is for everyone. I just want to say how big of a fan, personally, as a, as a human being, I am of your podcast, Play Your Pods Right. Um, oh, I just you. love game shows and, and everything like that. So during lockdown, we had a, quite a severe lockdown, especially here in Melbourne, Australia. The wonders of the internet, eh? That we can talk to each other. <laughs> um, so we had quite a severe lockdown and I was just in bed most days, couldn't get out of it. Very bad period, but I was listening to your podcast a lot and uh, it really helped and Just exploring all these weird and wonderful game shows that you guys had over in the UK (laughs) that I'd never heard of before. And, you know, just keeping it on in the background was really nice. So, huge fan of your podcast um, and hopefully this one as well. Uh, So, Our podcast is When Albums Collide. It's been on a bit of a hiatus over the uh, holiday period, but we have a Christmas episode, which shows you how dated this is (laughs) going to (laughs) be. We have a Christmas episode coming out very momentarily, so we're going to get back on it um, and we're very excited. Basically, the concept is we take an album that was really successful, you know, uh, Back in Black by ACDC or Nirvana's Nevermind. And we choose to ignore it mostly and choose another album that came out on the exact same day that was a total flop, like, I don't know, Smash Mouth's All-Star, <laughs> and we compare it uh, against the, the successful album. It's a lot of fun. Um, and Pedro and I used to work together, um, and we just come in every morning and talk nonsense nonstop for hours and hours. So we thought, why not um, do it into a microphone?
2: Yeah, um, exactly.
1: how to nail it, Pedro? How are we doing?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, this is basically, uh, that's how how it all came about. And then, uh, especially when this uh, lockdown started hitting, like it was like, well, we're inside, we can't leave. So we might as well. Uh, make the most of it, and just uh, talk that shit into it wait, can I curse? I'm sorry, I didn't even- yeah yeah, I didn't even- yeah. okay <laughs> <good>. <laughs> but yeah, just talk that shit into into the microphone and uh, do some uh, do something productive. and uh, we've been going strong um, ever since, yeah, again These- feedback and all that
1: these americans so crass you know (laughs) you can't trust
2: no no i mean you look at who look at our our formal our former leader who just just, uh, (laughs) can't blame
1: me hey you don't know this is this is dated by the time he releases this episode he could be back in office we don't it could be another four years we don't know that's true God forbid, <laughs> but
0: yeah, no, I think like, cause I, I stumbled, I can't remember how I stumbled across your podcast, but I originally reached out to you because you were comparing Gorilla's Demon Days to John Cena's classic album. You can't see me. And oh, yeah. that's really what set things in motion. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll- uh
1: yeah i mean john cena he's uh, he's a man of the world i'll say that <laughs> but uh not a good rapper um yeah so we you know thanks for the support we appreciate it but i was really excited when you told me you had this new project brewing uh under the 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 reign of boris's lockdown that you, yes. you had brainstormed this new idea and i was very excited to hear about it um did you cover that in the intro what the podcast is about yeah, yeah yeah it's all uh, uh, yeah. awesome yeah cool
0: so yeah um but we'll get into it so we'll start with pedro so i mean what did you want to originally be when you grew up
2: um i guess the the the, the uh, as far back as i can remember um um i wanted to it sounds so stupid but <laughs> I, I was a, always a, a fan of the indiana jones series so um <laughs> I thought archaeology was cracking a whip and uh, (laughs) discovering lost treasures and um, freeing slave Indian children from temples of doom. So for a while, I would like tell teachers and stuff. I was like, oh, I want to be an archaeologist because that sounds like a fun thing to do. But um which is funny
1: because in real life i resemble short round so we would have been a match made (laughs) in heaven
2: yeah that would have been a great yeah great yeah um but yeah and just in reality archaeology is not like that at all i think you're just mostly just in a in a museum if you're lucky just studying or just looking at old rocks and old uh uh old fossilized items and it just sounds really boring you're not really doing anything (laughs) like that
1: but i do remember the the key takeaway from those movies was i think believe raiders of the lost ark where he's teaching at a university and all these girls want to have yeah, sex no. with Harrison Ford. I assume <laughs> yeah. that was that contributed a lot to your uh want to be an archaeologist. This is what archaeology, yeah. you know, the most eligible bachelors when you go to a nightclub, you meet an archaeologist, all the girls are all, all over him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it, just gets the panties dropping. So <laughs> uh-huh. that's also an, uh, a motivation for me to be a college professor. But if that happens, that would probably end up really bad if that was my <laughs> um one ambition to uh pursue that career
1: so. uh mr duran why why do you want to work here i just want to hook up with all these people's daughters <laughs> yeah exactly I'm not gonna fly
2: <laughs>
1: exactly
0: uh, so i mean John, how
1: about yourself what do did, what did you want to be when you grow up oh god uh, well this the funny thing i don't really feel like an adult yet at all um so I, st- I still think i'm hedging my bets i think i still have time to make it you know um i remember the earliest i can remember and it is also silly was in year two uh, or the second grade or what i don't know what you call it in in the uk yeah but year two, yeah year, seven, eight. yeah. Uh, i was really obsessed with private eyes and so there was a day where you had to come. You had to come dressed as what you wanted to be when you grew up. And so some people came as nurses. Some people came as, you know, gigolos. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I came as a. I came as a private eye, and I was really obsessed with that movie, Dick Tracy, which maybe oh, yeah. ages Mar-Bain. me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I came in in like a full private eye type thing like that. And I'd like suspenders. It was a little bit Maltese Falcon, a little bit, you know, (laughs) I'd like, i had some fake cigarettes to smoke that my mom (laughs) set me up with and a little like fedora (laughs) and suspenders. Oh yeah. I look like, you know, um, I look like a proper private eye yeah as it turns out um real life private eyes are not like that real life private eyes just sort of um wait outside people's houses and try to get photos of them cheating on their husbands um that's what a real life (laughs) private eye does you know a real life private eye is just snooping on someone's facebook account and then finding incriminating evidence it's there's no guns there's no beautiful dames uh, you know, there's none of none of that nonsense. But I wasn't to know because I was eight years old. I wouldn't know what to do with a beautiful dame if she fell on my lap, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, it's something about the allure of being a private eye. You're a maverick. You know, it's Chinatown, all that. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. Turns out, I did not become that. I became a very unsuccessful podcast host. So. <laughs> Weirdly, you're not the first person to say they wanted to be a private eye. Really? Well, it's a popular market for it, you know. (laughs) It's one of those jobs that is sort of consigned to the history, much like an archaeologist, consigned to history, you know, like, I don't think people really get privatized anymore, do they? (sighs) What would you possibly need it for?
2: yeah i guess i guess if you wanted it's just for that like you say if you wanted to find out if your spouse is cheating on you you would hire somebody to just follow them around but i mean that's so extreme at this point like it's just uh oh uh, you just I might as well just break up with them or anything but it's funny you, you mentioned that you were inspired <laughs> by uh, dick tracy so when you dressed up for this uh i guess is a career fair um, did you dress up in all yellow? Because Dick Tracy is notorious for wearing that big. Yellow yeah, spring.
1: I wanted. I think I had a yellow jacket, but we didn't actually have the the rest. I mean, it was Alice Springs in you know 1997. You had to cut me some slack yeah. or whatever. So I I did the best that I could. But you know there was some yellow elements to it. I will say that it is a good job for a stalker though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like if yeah. you're a, if you're genuinely just love stalking women or something, it's a great <laughs> way to fit that in. You got to do what you love. So it's a great way to fit that into your routine every day
0: <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah i mean the only time i really hear about private eyes these days is like tracking down like lost family members and things like that
2: oh yeah no yeah yeah i don't even think like i think about now private eyes or private dicks as they're also <laughs> called gumshoes um greetings
1: um, scum I, shoe yeah like
2: i wouldn't even i always think now like if you're a private eye you're kind of like a cop that got kicked off the force and this yeah. is the only thing you can necessarily do you know yeah. what i mean I, like so I, you can see it way.
1: like he's sitting he's sitting out the front it's it's 3 a.m on a wednesday he's sitting outside some cheap motel in his toyota corolla got kicked off the force for you know you know too much brutality or something he, he wants someone took his gun in his badge and now he's just eating donuts and being a private eye yeah. yeah exactly
2: <laughs> also like your private eye is a 1940s like film noir private eye <laughs> as if like in in 2021 like you if you is if a private eye was like walking around they would be dressed up in the fedora and like maybe a and then pocket would, watch or suspended would occasionally
1: slap women when they were getting hysterical and <laughs> exactly. stuff exactly like yeah. you know just real 1940s behavior
2: would we'll take some cocaine for his flu because that's just <laughs> <the other thing. laughs>
1: These cigarettes are good for you, see? <laughs> yeah. So I mean we've kinda
0: we've kind of touched on a few of the bases, but I mean like so at what point did the idea change for, for, for you both to start with Pedro again?
2: Oh, um I think the it changed I think uh, maybe I was in um maybe like second grade or something see in, in the U.S. we say second grade not year yeah. two um but um we it was one of those things where um the teacher was like what does everyone want to do and stuff like that and then I remember I was like I raised my hand and I was like I'm thinking about being an archaeologist and um they were just like yeah that's pretty cool and they made me do some more research into what it is all involved in and I was like oh it's really not that fun and also um another inspiration was um man this is this had to be 93 when jurassic park came out so um alan grant that character i thought that was part of like archaeology that you're going to be like digging up dinosaur bones and like going and actually like fucking around with dinosaurs and when all that came out and just like no it's really not like that at all i was just kind of like yeah no this doesn't uh, sound appealing at all so <laughs> um it's not for me I, mean, I
1: remember
0: be- sorry sorry should okay. I, no, okay, go I was gonna say the the clinch for me would be I wouldn't get to shoot Nazis on the rag, but you know. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome, yeah. <laughs> uh when did it when did it change? I mean, I wanna I like like all kids, I went through several things and then like I wanted to be an actor and I wanted to be different things, but realistically growing up in a country town in Australia or maybe wherever you're from in the UK or the US, I know Pedro's from Florida. You know, they, they really limit your dreams a little bit to be a little bit more realistic. They say, well, maybe you can't be an actor, but would you like to be a carpenter or an electrician? <laughs> That's much more realistic. Um, and honestly, those are great jobs. And knowing what I know now, I mean, I went to I went to university and, and did all that stuff. But like education about what you can actually do with your life, like they treat school like it's the biggest deal and you're gonna if you fail your exams you're gonna be a failure we both we all know now in adulthood that's not the case and we know that you don't have to be go to university to be successful I know people that became plumbers that were making six figures when they were like 21 you know or they got into air conditioning and they're they're making millions you know it's the, the there's a real lack of education there's the thing of like you can follow your dreams and and do a glamorous job but in terms of what you can actually do they don't really educate you that much. you can be well you can be a lawyer or a doctor or you can work at you know you can work at sainsbury's or something they're like the the real options they give you yeah. um so i felt like the the education of what you can actually do is is very limited um and also what you do doesn't necessarily have to define you um sorry to get a little bit serious there but just let yeah. me think of a joke to say to, to clear <laughs> this up but no it's genuinely i i felt like and this is just my experience in Australia and the three of us grew up in different countries. Yeah. The education, because the people that are telling you this, the people that are doing these career fairs and having these job things are people that just went to university and became a teacher. They all followed this like very set career path and they ended up and they're teaching at a school and teaching kids. This is the way you do things. So it, it is difficult to see like how you could, Maybe, like, you're never going to meet any venture capitalists, are you, at age nine <laughs> at a nah. job fair at primary school, you know?
2: It's interesting you say that, Judd, too, because I had a, a very similar experience. I uh, So, like, for the first two years after high school, I just I joined a community college because you can save money. And, like, I had a scholarship to go there. And I did one of those, like, career tracks that they make you do or whatever. And yeah. uh, I told the lady or whatever, and what i was considering doing and i was like yeah i want to kind of pursue um i want to learn more about like uh, music licensing and and, and copyright and like music business in general and stuff and um i I will never forget she shot me down she was like oh she goes um every week some kid wants to come in here and wants to be the next Dame Dash. And I was like, okay, that's weird to to just like shoot dreams down like that. <laughs> and, um, but it was just like, but I, I'm not trying to be like Dame Dash. I just like, you know, it's just to work at a label would be pretty cool, which I ended up doing for a bit. But it's just, it's just so strange that I can tell that she was, um, I guess, expounding her failures upon other people coming up. And then I was just thinking, like, well, fuck you. You're a guidance counselor at a fucking community college. Like, how are you <laughs> going to tell me what to
1: do? Uh, you know what I mean? we're not, we're, and our love goes out to guidance counselors that listen to this podcast. Yes, we're not, we're not throwing shit. Yes. But it, it is true because, like, when I was, when I was getting it with teachers, and I know a lot of people that had really great experiences at school with teachers they loved and inspired them to be teachers and pass that knowledge on it, and I think that's so awesome. But I have, a lot of, I have friends too that just got into teaching because it was the only thing they could do and they ran out of options and they're like well I'll be a PE teacher and teach handball during like you know recess or something yeah, yeah. so like these are people in positions that that maybe didn't achieve what they wanted to or, or didn't follow it so they and they fed, followed a, a sort of set path into it um, and not just ragging on teachers it could be guidance counselors or it could be even your parents or something yeah. that this is the only way they know to to make things happen and as a result, it affects kids that they, they fucking shoot down their dreams. Like, no, actually, you can't do this. Like, imagine if you wanted to say, if you were like fucking PewDiePie or something, mm. you're like, oh, I want to stream video games for a living. No person 10 years ago is going to say that's a lucrative career option. They'd be like, Absolutely. how can you possibly make yeah. money off that? And now it's like one of the most lucrative. If you are a great streamer, you're making $100,000 every month. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, it's, I, I think, keep an open mind. So, fuck it. I'm going to be a private eye. I quit. I, I'm going to be a private <laughs> eye. I'm writing my resignation. No one can fucking tell me anything. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. So, I mean, like, we've, again, we've kind of touched on it, so I don't think we're going to go back to the initial ideas of archaeologists and private eye. But, I mean, even now, do you know what you want to be when you grow up, if there is such a thing? I mean,
1: you've kind of alluded Ugh. to it already, Judd, that, like, mm. that, like Boy, you still do yeah. see yourself as a full-fledged adult. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> Um, so right before we recorded this podcast and before I had a couple of beer skis, um, I was recording weather for 16 different markets around Australia because I Jeez. read the weather. Um, so I can tell you the weather in Atherton, Ingham, Wollongong, Sunny <laughs> Coast, Sunshine Coast, Perth, Adelaide, whatever. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm working in, in radio at the moment. And it's a sort of thing where it's the only thing I've been trained in or it's the only thing I'm good at. So whether it's a correct career decision or not, it's sort of I feel even at a sort of young age in my late 20s I feel like it's too late to pull out um Mm. which is a it's a ridiculous thing to say because in 10 years I'll be like I wish I was 27 still and I could go to law school or something um but it it is I'm the oldest I've ever been right now we're all the oldest we've ever been so it's impossible to to feel that way and to feel like you're not you know wasting time or whatever um Yeah, I think it's too late to be a private eye, to be honest. And also, I'm too conspicuous. I stand out (laughs) too much. People are like, who's that fucking ugly bloke over there? Why does he keep looking at us? Um, Do I know what I want to do now? Absolutely not. But I think, much like this podcast, and I'm going to take a punt, Steve, uh, we don't make a lot of money off these podcasts that we make. Nope. Haven't drawn a And, shameless plug here, Pedro and I, uh, we recently threw a film festival here in Melbourne. um, Yeah. And, you know, we we I sunk a bunch of money into it. And we had a, a lovely night at the cinema and we invited all these people and got films from all around the world and stuff. It was just it was a complete money sink, but it was something like a project we did. Um, I feel like you can there's always options to do other things. And you know what? Maybe you're not going to make... A hundred thousand pounds a year doing it but that's okay like as long as you are getting by and you're doing things that you enjoy that you can be proud of um i don't think there's anything anything wrong with it like people defining themselves by what they do is often tied to what they do nine to five but there are other hours outside that um and you can be proud of this podcast you're doing you can be proud of running a half marathon you can be proud of going to a cork and canvas you ever been to one of those a lot of fun actually um, um a lot of fun um you can be proud of of anything you can be proud of your children or whatever i think people defining themselves of well this is what i do and and we are who what we do um is is a bit um silly yeah i agree yeah
2: yeah very very well said Judge. very well said yeah um yeah man, so i much- do this
1: professionally yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Very well said. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think. Yeah, I think it, you, you aren't defined by the nine and five that you had. And it's funny that we're we're talking about this. I, I mean, earlier this week, I went on a date, and you know how you go on, like, you meet new people and stuff like that. And they're like, "What are you doing?" And uh, yeah, this this chick, I, mean, she, I told her what I do, like my day job. She just totally like. Um, St- turn her nose at me, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So then I asked, "Like, well, well, what do you, what do you got going on?" And she told me what she was doing, and then it was just like she's almost unemployed. So I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like, uh, you know, like it, does, it, 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 it that doesn't matter because there's, you know, uh, and I'm sure you, Steve, you got other things that you do on the side. As just was just saying. He does uh, the radio, the podcast, you know, doing the film festival and stuff. We all have things that we're pursuing on the side that are probably a lot more uh, true to our uh, our personality than just like yeah. the nine to five. That's just going to pay the bills, and it's and honestly, from what I know, people do their nine to fives because it's I guess it's like it's <laughs> it's easy enough <laughs> that they can do it and they'll pay their bills you know what i mean like no one really sticks to it because they're just like oh why uh this is too hard but i just this i i this is what defines me so i'm gonna i'm just gonna keep doing this forever and ever so
0: yeah no definitely i mean i mean my dad for instance like he's been a dairy farmer his whole life but he at like 40 he decided to get his pilot's license yeah, stuff like that. Like he he followed things he was passionate about, even though like the job is a very demanding, you know, twenty four seven gig. Like he he made the fucking time and went out and did it. So you know, I, I I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. So I mean, what would you tell your younger self about when they grow up? Okay, here's
1: what you want to do. You want to take out $10,000 of that money you got saved up, put it into Bitcoin. You want to transfer <laughs> that to Ethereum around J- January 2017. You want yeah. to take that out, put it into GameStop. No. I yeah, mean- <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in deep with GameStop. I don't want to, about, I want to talk about maybe this is going to age poorly. But um, look, um, like if, how young are we talking here, Steve? <sighs> like when you talk to your younger self, what age am I? Oh Jesus. Now that that turned this round on me. Um
0: I think when you first kind of start encountering this kind of question of yourself and start mm. really thinking beyond the the wild dream you have as a, as a bright eyed 6 7 year old and
1: kind of Yeah, so I mean when do they start giving you that talk? Like year 10, you're like 15 mm. 16 maybe, well, when people start leaving school to to pursue trades and stuff, I guess is when they they start, trying start to rope you I, in.
0: I start getting it around 12
1: fuck man yeah i mean it's always shit mm. like you go you, you go to christmas or whatever christmas dinner and I'm like oh what are you gonna be when you grow up it's like yeah. uh, you know just let yeah. me enjoy the presents let me enjoy my beyblades <laughs> um uh what would i tell so what would i tell myself i uh, well, first of all, i'd say school isn't that important like, it isn't like, just because you think your, your score, we call it an ATAR, or I think it's called something different actually in, in Australia now, they've changed it. Or you, I guess your GCSEs or your mm. SATs, whichever market where we're appealing to now, they're not that important. You can, people can fail high school, leave it and still become lawyers and doctors and stuff. You just, it's not that important. Mm. Um, bring a condom when you go to Rachel's house <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> when you're 17, um, what else would I say? No. Yeah. Just, it's really not that important. And you have time. You're so young. I'd say you're so young. And I know it doesn't seem like that. You seem like the world you're about to finish high school and the world is getting out of your hands, but you're young, man, you got plenty of time and you can be whatever you want to be. Um, and you chose to be a, a radio DJ on a sports station in Australia. Yikes. <laughs> That's
2: beautiful, man. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. I'm actually crying right now. I don't know if you can, if, that, if the mic picks that up, but, uh...
2: I picked it up a little
1: bit. So, um, <laughs>
2: what, I, I tell, guess,
1: what do you tell young Pedro Duran?
2: Oh, my God. Don't go to Australia. It's just a fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking trap. <laughs> Stay away. Stay away. No, Um. what would I tell myself, I guess, as far as, like, uh, career-wise or just in general advice? Um. Basically, um, one thing I would be like, hey, man, you, you should have stopped smoking weed a lot earlier in life <laughs> <laughs> that's um, interesting
1: because i thought you were full cm punk straight edge like I, thought, you don't you don't touch i mean you talk you drink but i've never yeah. seen like you don't touch anything else
2: oh but i see but that's see this is the thing i've done all that shit at a younger age you know what i mean i got all that shit out of my system so now that i'm I like i'm a, a, a quote-unquote grown-up or i'm at this age i'm at uh, whatever like i just don't give a fuck about it you know what yeah, i mean because
1: we'll be at parties and people will offer it and you just you'll just say it yeah. politely you know you'll dip out yeah yeah, yeah and
2: like you and, and i don't know what it is people always offer me the most like they'll offer me
1: coke <laughs> It just look like, like <laughs> just, you just look like the sort i know i just You're a couple I, of I think, likely sorts <laughs>
2: well i think it's just like i think it's the either the ass or they'll offer me i think it's just the brown skin they assume that i'm like always <laughs> high or something like that but um yeah they'll always offer me shit and i'm just like no nah, i'm good like i'll have a drink and this and that and and i'm just like no but like yeah when i was like when i was younger like um yeah i, I, I was high all the time from like the beginning of 2000 until like basically it was just like i woke up and i was like Ugh. like for 10 years i was like high all the time and getting into fights and just all this bullshit random shit so now like i'm just like oh, what? i don't like, i don't care or need that shit cuz i you know, to quote the the great dr dre um been there done that and,
1: and too soon copies. too soon <laughs> you no
2: know, he's back he's back in the studio he's he's his passes really really yeah. good on him good on yeah. Sir dre yeah. yeah and um but other things i would say to myself is i guess just um whatever you want to pursue really focus on it um it doesn't matter what other people say it really doesn't matter because we're none of us know what the fuck we're doing through this and i mean like as humans like all of us are just kind of like like stumbling around trying to wake up trying to get money and then get laid and like get food for the day and like be happy and stuff everyone's trying to be happy no one knows what the fuck they're doing so don't be discouraged by the negativity that people got to say and um Um, don't worry so much. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome guys. So with that, I want to thank Judd and Pedro for the, for joining me for this conversation and for the time. And please feel free to plug anything and everything you want, be it personal, professional, or other causes and personal investments go for it.
1: Pedro you want to take point on this one? I want to plug. Yeah. Uh, I'll
2: just say everyone. Hey, listen to the podcast when albums collide it's a it's a music podcast as judd was saying earlier was two of the best hosts myself and judd we're talking some shit about two albums that came out at the same time one is uh one was hot one was a flop and we go track by track um discuss the songs and give you some context and then try to figure out what the fuck happened all through it Um, other than that if you guys want to um Uh, look me up on my socials uh esquire just everything's Dro esquire d-r-o-e-s-q-u-i-r-e everything from instagram to twitter to my playstation 4 gaming handle (laughs) (laughs) just look me up man and i'm um i'm i'm pretty open to talk to people on social media in real life don't talk to me like if you see me (laughs) walking my dog drinking my coffee please do not bother me. But on Instagram, feel free to send me a DM.
1: Awesome. Um, I would like to plug Bitcoin. Now, I want you to put 10% of your salary (laughs) every week into Bitcoin. I don't know how much it is, but in 10 years, you'll be very... Yeah, so When Albums Collide is the podcast we have. uh, We're on all the sites. I'm actually a moderator of a subreddit on podcasting, just for this exact purpose. Um, So When Albums Collide on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts, um, we love hearing from you. There's also the Pigden Street International Film Festival. You can Google that. A ridiculous film festival festival i started during lockdown with pedro that is incredibly fake but uh, had some real results and i'd like to plug yeah and i'd like to plug uh play your pods right one of my favorite podcasts hosted by the incomparable steve um as they go through all the game shows of of years past and uh, i really really enjoy it and uh big thanks to steve for having us on oh thanks very much man i really appreciate (laughs) that and to all you lovely folks listening, you can find us on Twitter
0: at When We Grow Pod. Join me next time as I step back into the time machine with another guest to find out what they want to be when we grow up.